This Buffalo Bills team preview edition of the Sports Gambling Podcast is presented by WinBet. Bet $100 at WinBet and get a $100 free bet. Head over to sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash WinBet. That's sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash W-Y-N-N-B-E-T to claim your free bet today. Hey, what's up, you degenerate gamblers? This is Bill Burr, and you're listening to SGPN. Let it ride, baby. To the sports gambling podcast. I'm Sean stacking the money green with my partner in picks, Ryan. Real money Kramer. What's happening, Kramer? Dog. Well, uh, Buffalo Bills. Where's the table, Sean? <laughs> we, we need to start this off. You off the top <laughs> rope through this table. We get a new table. Oh, no, not how this they, table. This is they, wood, man. This how, would this would break your back. How did they claim like L3 table? Spot. We'll have to ask our guests how they claimed <laughs> tables. I, I do. I I I miss the stories of the Buffalo Bills road playoff game. But when when Tyrod started for them, a game down in uh, what was it, Jacksonville at the Jags. I think it was remember on that the, gem of a game. Oh yeah, that was really <laughs> ugly. But I just remembered the local news reports where they're selling out of folding tables. Not going to uh, not going to allow any more I folding mean, tables. How many a normal hardware store? How many folding tables you got to yeah, keep? Yeah, I mean, stock? if you're if you're at Home Depot, you're not half ex- dozen, dozen. If you're the regional manager at a Jacksonville Home Depot. You're not you're not doing the math of this uh, invasion <laughs> of Buffalo Bills. Your 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 inventory being depleted. You know, though, if you did have an employee that was like, "Hey guys, uh, we just caught the bills. You want me to go to Costco and pick up some <laughs> extra tables? We could sell them for an up. We could I, upcharge." I just love in the same way that there's you know scalpers for tickets. Oh. I'm sure <laughs> there is a folding table scalper oh, yeah. who you pay him $150. He's gonna show we'll up, and that's table? actually that's a great small business. You know, just put up like uh, getafoldingtable.com and have like an Uber. Uh, so Ooh, if you're drunk so at a Bills eats, tailgate, yeah, you're drunk at a Bills tailgate. You hit the little, uh, and then you see like the little uh, folding table on the map coming to the tailgate, drop it off. If you're drunk at a tailgate and that you can, technology, you can hit two, uh, a button for $200 tailgate personally delivered or uh, folding table. All right. Enough table talk. Let's right. get to the I'll, national I'll, football league. I'll cut that from the episode so we can turn that into a business. <laughs> I know I sharks. I present to you. Cuban, Cuban would love that shit. Oh yeah. He Cuban knows a good idea when he hears one. And you know what's a great idea? Head over to sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash win bet. That's sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash W Y N N B E T. Sign up over there. Hundred dollar free bet gets you a or sorry, a hundred dollar bet gets you a hundred dollar free bet. Dollar for dollar. Love that. And and what else do they got going on? Oh, I mean, the win bet hour? Every uh, every Thursday, five to six p.m. Pacific, they have reduced juice. They just ran a reduced juice for the Panthers Browns game. That's actually all of a sudden a really really exciting game with the Baker revenge angle. Assuming he wins the job, hey, we're gonna be talking Buffalo Bills. Got a special guest waiting in the wings. Sure, he'll be bringing some energy. And we're gonna be talking about the Buffalo Bills win total, division price, conference price, hell, even the Super Bowl. Getting all those prices from. 
sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash W Y N N B E T. Offer subjects change terms and conditions at winbet.com. Must be 21 or older and present in the state where play through window is available. If you're someone you know has a gambling problem, call 1 800 522 4700. And Ryan, as yes. you know, Breaking news. Oh. We have a survivor pool ready to go. Partnered up with Run Your Pool again. If you're listening to this show, you are probably the guy in your office in charge of setting up the pools, no. March Madness, NFL Pick'em, against the spread. No they way. even have fantasy pools, confidence pools. Ryan, you ran how many pools over the years? I, some may say I've been running pools for three decades. I'll claim three decades. <laughs> uh, and again, you know, what are you, you going to do with an Excel sheet? Come on, simplify your life, run your pool. Very, very easy to get going. And uh, step one, si- sign up for our free survivor contest, sports gambling slash survivor sports gambling slash survivor. Uh, we got some big prizes. We will announce shortly, but sign up RSVP. So you Ooh. don't miss your spot in Sounds the run your fancy. pool survivor contest. Yes. Speaking of fancy, joining us here on the line, managing editor of the Sports Gambling Podcast. You know him from well, yeah, the Sports Gambling Podcast. I'm sorry, a who? ton of podcasts on you the mean network. The Don of Bills Mafia. The Don of Bills Mafia, Mister Adam Pelletier. What's up, Adam? What's up, guys? Great to be back talking Buffalo Bills football. <laughs> no place. Where else would you rather be? That's right. Nowhere. I mean, not literally nowhere. I'm I'm here because I want to be here, Sean. Again, yes. just like last night, no one's forced to be here. No doors are locked. We're all willing here to talk about the <laughs> Buffalo Bills. And uh YouTube oh. chat already firing. Oh. Username Bills Mafia DJ ninety two. Good evening, fellas. I'm is guessing he a Bills he's, fan? I would guess so. That is his uh, I mean, he's that or he's the worst pretender ever. I mean, who didn't love the ninety two <laughs> team? Come on. Let's nine, go throw nine, it back right there. Ninety two team. All right. I mean, the Bills. Um, where to start about the Buffalo Bills? Ryan, let's talk about uh last year. Let's talk about it. Twenty twenty one. Bills went uh, eleven and six Ooh, straight up. Nine, so six good. and two <sighs> ATS. They went over their win total, which was ten and a half. I'm seeing Ryan. What are your what are your official numbers for last year? How do we do picking the Bills? I'm always high on the Bills. They've broken my heart a couple times, but we'll get to that. How did we do picking the Bills last year on the win total? All right. Well, we uh, twelve and five for me. Okay. Thirteen and four for you. All right. We so, both picked them to win the division. Okay. You know they were plus one fifty. There you go. Nice little cash. But they were plus one fifty. Whoa, that's crazy. Uh, yeah, I mean, it 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 not hard to see us being high on the Bills. Uh, so I mean, well, and then it just involves us being low on the Dolphins, low on the Patriots. That's easy enough to do. How do we do picking ATS? I, again, not generally when we have teams that we like that are doing well. They also lost in some predictable spots. Ten and seven, both of us. Okay. So. Yeah, I mean, to me, the one outlier in the Bills twenty twenty one regular season was that. Well, them losing to uh, Steelers at home week one, that was kind of a weird game. And then them losing that game in Jacksonville, that was just like a classic letdown spot. But Adam, uh, it, it happens. And yeah. the wrong Josh Allen took control of the field there. And he showed why he is worthy of the name Josh Allen and why we'll still call him the other Josh Allen instead of that guy wrongly named Josh Allen. You know, right. the, the, Josh Allen's are elite. That's just all it is, guys. There can be more than one. 
Yes. And by the there way, there can be more than one elite Josh Allen is what we saw last year. So and the, the Colts, I'll take the I'll take the blame for the Colts game. <laughs> I tried to listen to it on the radio instead of oh, watching it. Oh wow. That, that's on me. That's on me. That's 41 to 15. That was certainly an outlier. <laughs> I mean, Carson Wentz versus Josh Allen. You're taking Josh Allen a million times and uh they just that was just a Jonathan. But, but if Taylor Josh game. Allen was a Jekyll and Hyde, his his uh is it Jekyll would be uh the AFC would South would be Carson Wentz. Appar- I mean, apparently, Carson Wentz wishes he was Josh Allen's <laughs> Jekyll. Oh, well, that's, uh, that's a he nice, really does. Nice backhanded compliment. Josh, uh, apparently, Carson Wentz is trash. I'm sorry, I'll I'll hit it with the forehand too. Carson Wentz is hot garbage <laughs> and is going to get unseated by Sam Howell, who couldn't win double digit games in the ACC. That uh, so. that that is an interesting <laughs> camp battle. So it it did seem like the AFC South. Was there was there kind of kryptonite last year? At least in the regular season, they lost to the Colts, Jags, and Titans. The only reason they <laughs> lost to the Titans is because Josh Allen had the wrong damn <laughs> shoes on and slipped at the goal line. <laughs> that was Bill crazy said, "Nah, we're not going to overtime. We're going to win this thing." Josh is ready to go, yeah. and he just slips. He gets his foot stepped on and falls down. If he doesn't slip, he walks into the end zone, and we're celebrating, taking down. The Titans. Exactly. That's that. They well, I mean, highlight of the season had to be just completely destroying the New England Patriots 47-17. There are moments in quarterbacks' careers, you know, guys who were once promising, and you can look back and you can say, that was the game that broke him. Yeah. Carson Wentz, when he tore his ACL, you can look back on that game forever and be like, that's the game that broke him. Take credit. Mac Jones, <laughs> Baker. When you look back on Mac Jones's career in five years and he's just flamed out of the NFL, yeah. you're going to say it was the bills in the playoffs who broke him. And specifically you're going to replay that Micah Hyde interception. And <laughs> that was it. That, that was, was a the, hell of a play. That's the end of Mac Jones career right there. Uh, uh, yeah, no, I mean, he, I, I think the combination of how bad they got their ass whooped, how freely Brian Dable lets Josh Allen play, <laughs> and how non-freely Josh McDaniels and Bill Belichick were letting Mac Jones play. I mean, it was the ultimate like like one of those karate movies where like the kids like being taught a lesson and he's just just taking it on the chin repeatedly, but he still has to learn that lesson. Are you talking about the karate kid? I don't know. Like, <laughs> any generic karate movie. I'm not, I'm not and, and just surf ninjas? the abuse that was being heaped on that team by the bills fans, just 15, 20 imagine. years yeah. of frustrations <laughs> being taken out on poor little McCorkle Jones in one afternoon. Yeah. Thank you for and I would us, feel McCorkle. bad for him. It's a baby fucking wheel, man. <laughs> He's a guy who his own team doesn't even trust to throw the ball. Yes, that's a great dig. The uh, the three pass attempts against the Bills, although the Bills did end up uh, losing that game I somehow. Mean, uh, well, and, and and kudos to Ryan for mentioning Brian Dable and not yeah. mentioning the New York Giants somehow. It's nothing to do with the Giants. Lot lot to talk about in the off season, but we would be remiss <laughs> to address. Yeah. Uh, first off, Moon off Manji in the YouTube chat. He's oh. the Mike Trout, but also the official. I feel like company troll. He's asking, <laughs> "Is your is thirteen your favorite number?" Alluding to thirteen seconds that haunted the Bills. Wow. Of course, I was ecstatic. Wow. Gabe Davis, Texans fans. let's go! Imagine then, being chirpy. And then just uh, yeah, Mahomes drove down. And then the rest is history. Adam, I know we talked to you after that game. Uh, 
how how is the off, just how has the off season been dealing with that? It took some time, you know, went through <laughs> the stages, stages of grief. Yes. It was honestly that night I spent another two hours after the game on the phone <laughs> because we were all so ready. We were like, we're going to Cincinnati. That's all that stands between uh, us and a Super Bowl. We're gonna kick the shit out of Joe Burrow and yeah. the shit Bengals. Yeah. And then just to have our hearts ripped out just was the most devastating thing. It was possibly the most devastating loss that I consciously remember. Wow. Like it was worse than the Music City Miracle. Mm. And I don't necessarily, and I do not fully remember the Super Bowl losses. I was gonna but say I you must not felt remember those that in kick. my soul on some level. <laughs> They're I feel ingrained like that's in just you. pain that comes with being a Bills fan who was alive at that time. I feel my parents' pain, you know, <laughs> through the generations, my ancestors' pain. Fasten it down. Shout out to Scott, shout out to Scott Norwood. Yes, well, <sighs> right. That was actually my first gambling loss, was yeah. on the Buffalo Bills. I bet my dad fifty cents on the. So your dad uh, bet on the Giants, up. huh? Yeah, he did. Mm. We'll have to bring that up next time. Yeah, we talk next time he's on the show, <laughs> uh, make sure we bring that up. All right. So now it seems like okay, thirteen seconds. We got Which, it. By the way, Brian Dable wasn't calling defensive plays last no, year. No, just the offensive. If plays. he would have been, it wouldn't. They would. They would Different be. Yeah, they would have won the Super Bowl. And, so they lost. And a we've lot. heard time and again, it wasn't the call. Players who have left the Bills have said it was not the defensive call. It was the communication on the field. The players did not communicate with mm. each other. And they took, and that was Levi Wallace saying this. Levi Wallace left town. He's in Pittsburgh and he's there saying it wasn't the coaches. We failed to communicate as players. And that is the level of ownership yeah. that Sean McDermott and the Bills have, coaching staff have instilled in their players. And that the players have frankly instilled in themselves <laughs> that 13 seconds is ingrained in their mind. Yeah. So you better believe the past three years of losing to the chiefs, there's going to be circle that October 16th game when they play the chiefs in arrowhead, because the bills are going to be coming out hot. I mean, not to, I mean, this is a completely unrelated point, but they did get their ass beat by the NFC East four times in a row. And it didn't seem to help mm. them. So maybe maybe this is more Sean of a McDermott wasn't there. More of a city dig. Sean more of a city dig. Dirt McDermott zero and five last year in close games. That's tough. So they're due, they're due for some regression there. I think I've been one the year before. So yeah, and if you swing. look, Ryan, I know you're a uh, DVOA, <laughs> but uh, with eleven and six, they had an insane DVOA, twenty seven point six, ranked second in the NFL in DVOA. Probably should have, to your point, with those close games. Probably should have. They were a thirteen-win team. Won more games and had, you know, not been in Kansas City for the uh, for that division game. Been in Buffalo, but maybe even got the buy. They're a step forward regression team, big time. Like they're 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 close score games plus the Pythag underperformance. I mean, they they were they were lucky. They were relatively good with injuries, which which is a nice thing, but. They're, they're certainly a team that you would say should uh, have the benefit of some close well, and, wins, and assuming it has nothing it, to do with Brian Dable's and, amazing uh, offense and play an goal. easier schedule. Well, the Bills' schedule got easier despite being a division-winning schedule. Like the, when you look through this, yeah, 18th easiest yeah. Ac according to 
uh, strength of schedule by win totals, which is probably not bad to Adam's point. If you win the division, and especially in the AFC, you would almost expect it to this be a little like bit harder. This is like why the Patriots and Tom Brady always had the easiest, because the division forever just seems to be like one team and meh. And so and yeah, the, go ahead. And I think the thing that you know is going to get overlooked is the fact that the Titans and Chiefs both were division winners last year. They both got worse. The Titans got significantly worse in the offseason. Derrick Henry got older. The offensive line lost pieces, and they've been shown to be very mortal if Derrick Henry isn't chugging along. And the Chiefs got drastically worse, losing Tyreek Hill. This Chiefs team feels like every early 2000s Andy Reid Eagles team. (laughs) And they just a mediocre crop of receivers with an aging tight end and a superstar quarterback. You're you're saying uh, Juju Smith-Schuster is the next Freddie Mitchell? Ooh, That's I'd exactly like think, what it man. is. <laughs> I I mean, as much as I was a McNabb fan for a long time, I think I think uh, it's disrespectful to Patrick Mahomes mm. to put him uh, in that same level. But I, I I see the comparison. They are missing that. You know, maybe Tyreek Hill was there, Terrell Owens, and obviously a different type of receiver, but a number one that could elevate an offense. And I think you know Jim Johnson, those Eagles teams, they had a much more. You know they had Brian Dawkins. They had a physical defense, so a, a little, a little different. But to your point, yeah, it's hard to look at the Chiefs and and say they got better. Adam, what's your take on the uh, on the Bills in the off season? They gave up. Uh, they they traded up to draft cornerback uh, Kair Elam out of Florida. They of course uh, drafted James Cook as well. Uh, also took a shot at uh Christian Benford, sixth round Villanova cornerback. Oh, they drafted the punt God from San Diego state Ooh. university. I think, uh, what was my punt God note? He had a, what he had a uh, two punts like, of more than 80 yards last season. Yeah. So that's Absolutely pretty insane. booming it. And, uh, and, so, they, and they paid Von Miller a lot of money, which how much does Von Miller have left? I guess if you're a bills fan or a bills optimist, you're saying, Hey, who cares? Our window is Josh Allen right now. We need a pass rush boost. Let's bring in a vet who, while he's a ring chaser, it it seemed to it seemed to help uh, the Rams last year. Where are you at overall with the Bills offseason? Absolutely in love with it because <laughs> and no, and let me tell no, you, no, I, I just love the uh, enthusiasm. Everybody's focusing on Von Miller, yeah, but they really also are missing that Shaq Lawson came back and Jordan Phillips came back two guys who went and got paid by other organizations and were good. Shaq Lawson was good in for the jets and they just decided to let him go. And he immediately provides an upgrade on the edge, AJ Epinesa and Boogie Basham, both getting better. So Von Miller doesn't have to play every snap. Von Miller gets to be bill Simmons used to have this phrase. It was, you're going to keep the Corvette in the garage until you really need it. Yeah. And it's time to drive it. Von Miller is going to be the Corvette for this defense. They're going to let Basham, Epinesa, uh, Shaq Lawson, and Ad- and Greg Rousseau soak up the edge rushing times. And then you're going to have Von Miller come in at a key time. There's music playing right now, and it's throwing me off. That's what <laughs> that's what it was. <laughs> I don't know if I'm getting cued that I need to wrap it up or what. Oh, you're hearing but music from us? Yeah, it was the theme song, so... No, that's that's Kramer's, Kramer's mixing ability. Maybe. Uh, okay. So, um, so Von Miller is going to be able to be more of a situational pass rusher until it's really necessary. Then, 
Also in the middle, Daquan Jones came in from California, big physical one technique. Jordan Phillips in the middle, great pass rusher to back up Ed Oliver. The defensive line got better. Yeah. And so Kair Elam, rookie, going to take some lumps early. But at the end of the season, when Trey White comes back, he's going to be able to slot back in as the number two and have less pressure on him. And now we get a full season of Gabe Davis. Isaiah McKenzie is the athlete Cole Beasley once was. Jamison Crowder, super reliable as well. The Bills just got so much better across Did the Did you just tout Jamison Crowder's <laughs> athletic ability? No, I'm crowding him as a reliable slot. He's, he said Isaiah athletic. McKenzie was oh, the okay. athletic guy. Yes, what, Isaiah what, McKenzie is the athlete Cole Beasley once was. What about so. um what about Tredavious White? Uh what's his timetable for return? Do we and and what level do you think he's gonna play at? I mean, I, I'm looking at this Bills roster. To Adam's point, it is hard to poke holes. I would maybe look at cornerback just because, you know, like you're saying, they're probably going to be playing the rookie a decent amount until it's never good. Tredavious white gets back and gets a hundred percent. I, I, I am agreeing with him. You know, that front four should be pretty solid. Sean McDermott, defensive minded head coach. But what about, what about Tredavious white? Uh, What's the timetable? How are we thinking? Mid end of season is what we've been told. I don't think they're going to rush him back because they expect he's, they're going to be playing in the playoffs and they know that they need Trey white fully healthy. And when you look at the bills schedule, they need to be deep at corner for the Rams. They need to be deep at corner for the Steelers. And that's the end of it (laughs) because although the dolphins have a good receiving core, Taron Johnson's the guy for the bills who handles Tyree kill. And he does a good job on him and the bills know how to play Tyree kill. And they know how to contain him and just let him get his shots, but no one else is going to beat them. You know, so what? at the end of the day, this isn't, you know, in the Bengals two weeks before the playoffs, Trey white should be back by that. So they'll need Trey white for that Bengals game. And then the playoffs. So he can take it off until after the bye, he can come back in November, have some time to get into game shape. It's a little, be I, I understand not thinking that Tua can pick on your cornerbacks, but to not, to suggest that, uh, to suggest that Patrick Mahomes, Aaron Rodgers won't be able to, it's not that it's not the quarterbacks. It's the receiving talent there. I'm not worried about the chiefs receivers. The chiefs don't have a receiver who's going to beat you and you have to cover for an extended period of time. The chiefs are all are going to be all about timing. So if you knock those receivers off their timing, which the bills have physical corners who can do that and they can scheme up the pass rush is going to get home at a rate. It wasn't getting home last year. I do think the pass rush. I mean, I, I think they could have a nice front. I actually think Von Miller is still pretty good. I don't, I don't know if he's going to be totally a rotational player. I think he could still have a ton of ton of good snaps. Uh, I mean, it's, my notes on their defense is Matt Milano, healthy question mark. Cause it seems, I mean, this is boomer take on the bills, but he like different defense when he's out there or not second note, hundred percent because we're talking about it. Second note, it, I, from what I can decipher of the depth chart, like Sean mentioned, they are playing a lot of youth in the back end. So even if things are great, I think it's, it would be silly to not expect some, some mistakes. So I'm actually, you know, this makes me like the bills on uh, fantasy even more. <laughs> I, I think this a I, lot of shootouts, my, my note, my, well, my note is like, wow, this team could give up some points early in the year, even to a bad, like, bad team 
Robert Woods is going to eat up young cornerbacks. Like that, I, I, I'm just saying. Like we got to be a little. We got to talk about it a little bit. Also, I'll push back on the schedule. I think the schedule was much easier last year. I think DVOA had it as, at one of the easiest. Mm. I think it's more middle, like you said, Sean, middle of the road. So, I do think that this team could take a step forward. I, I also think, um, and I, we haven't even gotten to to Dave's. Uh, I do think the secondary could be bad. And if the secondary is bad and the pass rush isn't getting home, what what happens? We saw it with the Ravens, right? We saw good defenses can go to go from good or great even to really bad if that pass rush doesn't get home to help a youthful secondary. So I, I would say like the, I'm just pumping the brakes a little bit. You know, they start. We'll get to the, the schedule, but they're on the road three of the first four weeks. Like I think this could be a a, a rough start for the Bills. Mm. Uh, I don't, I still like the team. I still think this is a team like Adam said, like they will be playing their best football at the end of the year coming together late. I I love the way the schedule sets up with some good, like kind of benchmark tests before heading into the postseason, uh, because it isn't the toughest schedule in this, in the back half. And so look, I I think to me, the biggest thing for this team is because the roster is loaded is, will this be the same team without Brian Dable Uh, and not satire? Not a, not like messing around. Yes, we, play we, calling no, fucking we, matters. We, let's talk Brian Table because Ryan has it, a, a good, hard on. It's a good question, and the thing to remember is, you know, Ken Dorsey's been around this. Ken Dorsey has been around good offenses. Ken Dorsey understands football. He's a high football IQ, mm. and he did a lot of play calling throughout his career, particularly while he was a quarterback at Miami. He was calling that offense at times, and from the start. He knew he needed to be in the box calling the offense. He is not in the huddles at camp. He is away calling it via headset and signaling it in because he understands his job. He has to be the play caller. And that's really when Brian Davo became great was when he embraced that he is a play caller, when they kicked him off the sideline mm. to the box and needed to be there calling plays. So now that Dorsey's done that, Josh Allen's older, more mature, and he has a great group of weapons around him. And Gabe Davis took that step in the playoffs. Dawson Knox is emerging. OJ Howard is a backup tight end and he would start for 28 teams in this league. And he has Case Keenum and Matt Barkley, who both know the system as well and are good, talented veteran guys. He's going to have a calming presence on the sideline. And yes, the defense might get torched, but this offense got a lot better and they're going to win any shootout that they get into. No one has the offensive punch that the bills have right now. It's tough to argue with. I that. think the, yeah, like full, like top speed of an offense, Top yeah. speed. I would say they probably have the fastest top speed. Um, and yeah, I, I think it, but, but that they, like you mentioned, their offense does have room to step forward. Their defense from last year did not, they were the number one team. So I think that combined with the fact that they, they there will be so much youth in the secondary, there's clear, clear expectations of a step back, Sean, but we've seen teams swing all the way. Right. I know McDermott's a good coach and all that. I'm just kind of, I'm trying to build the shade case. Cause I do <laughs> like the bills. No, I know it's hard. I, I'm trying to poke holes in the bills case and it's tough. Cause... And I also would point to the injury. Like, like the fact that they were number two uh, in least amount of games lost in adjusted games, lost to injury. It's a little concerning, right? Like, yeah, maybe they have a great training staff, but it is Buffalo. It just seems like this, this shouldn't be the healthiest team in the league, just anecdotally. And so mm-hmm. like, I would expect, uh, you know, that there's also generally regression there too. So hopefully and one of it's the not things important. That they, 
one of the things they did do, they did change over their training staff. They had a notoriously Ooh. bad training staff a few years ago. So and they changed it over to a new one. Sean McDermott came in and wanted, they modernized so much in Buffalo. They drink and shakes in there. I, I, I don't Kelly. know, probably, but the team, and they knew they had bad, good injury luck. So they went out and they tried to get deeper. The depth on the defensive line is better. They went out and drafted some young linebackers who can hang and are probably and are upgrades over the guys they were running out last year. And they got some receiver depth as well. And just hold on to your hats. If Odell Beckham shows up in town mm-hmm. too, that's the wild card here for late is sure. They might be playing with fire a little bit at outside receiver depth, but Odell Beckham seems to really want to be a bill because really? he's Von Miller's boy. And he knows that that's the best quarterback he's going to get a chance to play yeah, with. The NFL is turning into why, the NBA. Why, the uh, why do the Rams not want Odell back? Like, I, I think he really opened things up for that team. They, I mean, I think they don't win the Super Bowl without him. You're listening. Well, they went Al- and got Allen Robinson. That's true. You but know, I'm saying, like, I would got, still, I would still want Odell back. You're, you're listening. I mean, they were, they had Robert Woods when they signed Odell last year. Granted, he it's was true. hurt. So, Odell is going to take a little while. Everything points to them resigning him. Adam's just being a fan. He's probably just trying to drive up his price. Classic, yeah. classic negotiation. Yeah. Uh, before, of well, and, and staying on the injury thing though. To, yeah. To Adam's point, um, they've been, they've been pretty good of late. So like, it's more than just last season. I think. It's, and, and there's only one injury that kills the Bills. It's Josh Allen. Mm. If Josh Allen goes down, they're going to say Spencer Brown. Uh-huh. Well, that's I, <laughs> I would. love Spencer Brown. Let's but. let's yeah. Let's talk offensive line. Cause PFF has them ranked 20th. Um, walk me through the offensive line. I think they're very middling, but again, when you have Josh Allen, I think it's tough to grade the offensive line. Cause Josh Allen's a guy who's going to hang on to the ball really long. So that probably creates some plays that grade poorly for the offensive line, but then it'll also make the offensive line look good by running around. Where are you at with your O line this year, Adam? So they went out and got some good talent. They brought in Roger Saffold, you know, Deion Dawkins is back. He's not going to be dealing with COVID like he was last year. Deion Dawkins missed a bunch of time in camp. So he did not come in in shape, ready to go. That's not going to happen. Roger Saffold. um, They brought in some depth with guys like David Queensberry, Spencer Brown, another year, but the biggest addition and why you should be in on this bills team is because we passed the trash of Bobby Johnson onto Kramer's New Jersey Giants. <laughs> oh, I like And this. we replaced them. We replaced Bobby Johnson with Aaron Cromer. Mm. He of the fight of the kid fighting variety, but who is was the Rams offensive line coach, was the you know, three years ago, um, was with the Bills when they had their massive run game success with the Bears before that. He is an offensive line guru. He is a good offensive line coach. And there were bad decisions being made along the offensive line last year. Like Cody Ford started multiple games and I could beat Cody Ford with a skill rush or a bull rush. He is (laughs) hot garbage. Hopefully they, hopefully they have that at the fantasy football expo, Adam versus uh, washed up offensive lineman. I'd like listen at the hall of fame. I stepped into some of the guys thighs and I was like, man, these guys got baby thighs. What the hell are they doing? Oh, wow. they Can't even anchor. Flex. What are they Flex. doing? Flex. Uh, look, I- so, but the offensive line is better. The offensive line, it stayed relatively the same and they have a year 
and they improve their offensive line coaching. And in the NFL, I feel like offensive line coach is one place where you really can improve your team through coaching. It's like the one spot where your coaching really has the biggest impact in my De- mind. Definitely true. I, I would argue that uh, losing a coach that's going to get involved in a training camp scrap is going to make you soft. And probably the reason why you need a hard team, like the one Joe pro- judge pro- put together, probably, probably Football guys, probably the same reason why they're eating turkey, turkey burgers. <laughs> Ryan's really hung up on Josh Allen liking lean protein, like Turkey burgers. I just, I wouldn't have, I mean, have I, you seen how good he looks in shorts? <laughs> you don't eat fatty meat wow. to be looking that good. in wow. shorts. <laughs> I mean, I would think you'd want some meat if you want to look good in shorts. All right. Uh, Should we get on to the schedule? What else do we, what else do we got before uh, we start talking schedule? I want to save a couple of fantasy questions well, for Adam for the end. I, I think, yeah, we should get through the schedule because I think Adam has given us a very rosy case and I, I, I don't, I, I am not fully accepting of his play call. Like Ken Dorsey noted private school pussy. So that, that's tough for me. All right. All we're right. going to queue up the schedule before we do that. I love how Ryan's surprised by the ads every time uh, go to odds. I was tra- just getting ready to get into the schedule. I'm sorry. Oddstrader.com slash blue wire. That's where you go to compare all the major odds from all the major sports folks, get all the different codes, promos, whatever you need. Plus they got stats. Uh, player stats, game stats, injury reports, projected game day weather, and a bet tracker. So really, your one-stop shop when it comes to sports gambling. Uh, again, what else do you need? Love the line shopping. Get the best price. Highly, highly recommended. Oddstrader.com/bluewire. Oddstrader.com/bluewire. Oddstrader, the number one site for all your game day bets. And we're also brought to you by Sleeper. You already play fantasy on Sleeper, right? You're probably one of the four million users that have a Sleeper account for fantasy. But now you can get down on some player props with their over/under feature. It is a ton of fun, great for baseball and obviously the NFL right around the corner. They're gonna have player props built into their fantasy platform, so you can easily just hit over/under, tie them together, two x all the way up to twenty x. Just open up your phone, go to sleeper.com/sgp. Sleeper will automatically match your first deposit up to $100. That's sleeper.com slash SGP. You'll get a $100 match on your first deposit. Terms and conditions apply. See Sleeper's terms of use for details. Kramer? All right. Are we ready to go through the schedule now? Yes, let's go. Is, is it good with you? Dog. Yeah, no, we just have to. All right. Sean, Sean, says, Sean says it's ready to go. Thursday night football to start it out for some reason. Why do the bills? That is not enough buildup for that game, Kramer. Why? Why coming in from the preseason in prime time Thursday night? The Super Bowl <laughs> champs taking on this year's Super Bowl champs. Prime time, NBC in LA, 8:20 p.m. The Bills start their march to the 2023 Super Bowl. Cut, what? Cut no promo. Adam, are you worried? Because historically, <laughs> Super Bowl champs no. at home, very good. Week one, uh, struggle and, or, or play well, and and teams playing them and struggle. Bears with a lot of fur get hot what? in the summer. Okay, Buffalo fans in Los Angeles, oh, right. the dry heat. You think they can handle that? They're gonna be sh- they're gonna be <laughs> cracking. They're not used to the the lack of the heat. All right, so 
Yes, big game, I guess. I'm not sure why Buffalo gets to play in this one. I understand why the Rams are playing in it. Oh, what? <laughs> Who do you want to see them play? I know. I what like that. I love the matchup. Team is going to put a show. You want fireworks that first week. <laughs> Maddie Stafford getting outdueled by Josh Allen in prime time. What is better? Can't wait. 52 50. At Miami, or I'm sorry, Tennessee on Monday Night Football. It's a little mini buy there, setting up nicely for the Bills so far. At Miami, at Baltimore, again three road games, tough spots to to start the season, including a clear changing climate to Los Angeles. I'm sorry, one of those was a tough spot. Clear the changing climate to Miami, cakewalks, and a, and a playing a Baltimore team that's pretty good year. So. And shout out to uh, Pat Fisher. I'm guessing would be listening to the Bills episode. If you can pull a uh, a duck hunt sound effect of the duck quacking, I want to start using that whenever discussing uh, Tua and the Dolphins. I feel like that's very appropriate. <laughs> if you've watched the latest videos, uh, I'm high on this Bills team, but I think it could be a little bit of a rougher start. That secondary could have some trouble. I'll, let, I'll, Miami. Let, I'll let Adam go and probably just go one game less than Adam. Unless it's four and oh. Adam, what do you what do you have the uh bill starting out here? Tough spots. Oh, wow. I'll give them that they might lose to the Rams, so I'll go <laughs> conservative and go three and one just not to go full homer. Okay. Hey, so, I'll give you that. Hey, don't worry, I go I go full homer. But because they're walking through the Titans. Derrick Henry is getting more and more mortal by the day. I agree with this. To uh the Duck hunt is going to be in full quack, effect. Quack. Okay. The Bills needed three plays to knock him out last time they played, and he's been in witness protection ever since. The Ravens, sure, but they just don't have, they're going to run the ball, but the Bills are going to put up points, and Lamar Jackson will probably struggle early on, won't have fully developed chemistry with some of his guys. And that Ravens defense just seems to get. Older and worse every year. Uh, I love the Bills. I love the Bills a lot, but I think the, the what I love about them is that we're going to be able to get a great price week four. After week four, we're betting on the Bills to win the Super Bowl because the Bills are starting one and three. That's going to wow. be the narrative. Oh. Let's go! They beat Woo. Tennessee. They oh drop all the road games. <laughs> I kind of want to have them beating the Rams though. Should I go two and two? I got that moment on the sh- on tape though. Still, what's the moment? Me saying one and three. <laughs> so you're covering all I, your bases. I, but I mean, give out all the predictions, I, and we'll just clip one. Whatever. Sean, do, you, do you not want to bet the Bills week this. one against the Rams? I know, even I, though that trend love, is so strong. I love taking the Super Bowl team at home ATS because it's been good to me. But it's LA. But it's LA. I there don't. Will be a I don't lot think the home fans. field thing works as much. And I love betting on the Bills. I'm going to be really torn. Maybe I'll maybe I'll just pass the game. What's that number uh, right now? What's what's that number as we were talking? I right think now? it's been going up. Uh, see what the see what WinBet has it at. But I I think it's been creeping up because the Matt Stafford elbow soreness, his back stuff. I I think that it's is a legit fun, concern. And and just I don't think about and that. I don't I and uh, real quick I don't like the Bills playing down in September heat against the Dolphins. I don't like That's any team. Loss. I I I hate the Dolphins. But I don't like playing them in Miami in September. Is the open airness of the SoFi allow them to cool the air? Oh, for the Bills fans? Yeah. Yeah. They'll be 
<laughs> I don't know. Where are you going? Bills Mafia is going to be out in force for They're... that LA game. That's going to be a Bills home game. Sean, yes. we live in a in a dry climate. Yeah. We go oh, to a you're humid saying climate, it's hot. Just like the dryness when you come out here. Like, could that be a problem? Oh, could the heat be? It's at night. So, so that's why you know what I'll go two and two. I'm think I'm thinking three and one could be it. I I think that Baltimore spot's gonna I be tough. I should have gone one and three. I'll go two. I'll go. Uh, uh, I'm I'm trying to hedge my bets. Uh, I'll go. We don't hedge. What are you talking? You're green and I'll up. go. <laughs> Shout out to Malcolm. Gonna see him in Vegas week one. I'll go. Uh, I'll go two and two. But I I'm, oh you're joining me yeah I'll we're go holding hands I'm going cowards cowards, cowards. <laughs> two and two is like the whole number of win total which by the way we uh, I don't think we said it did we the win total eleven and a half minus one forty on the over plus one twenty on the under minus two hundred to win the AFC East plus three hundred to win the conference plus six hundred to win the Super Bowl minus four fifty make plus three forty miss that's interesting all right next four Steelers at Chiefs. By week, touch early for me, especially without their their uh, without Brian Dable. That's probably going to be relevant. Uh, Sunday night football coming off the bye against the Packers. Cash the, at cash home. the over on Dable references from Grant. and uh, uh, sorry, Dabes and at at Jets week nine. I'll I'll kick things off because I think this is this is the stretch which it could be somewhat tough, um, but I think they they really find their next level here. They go four and zero six. Six and two going into essentially the second half of the season. Uh, love them at home against Buffalo or against the Steelers. That's revenge a revenge spot. spot at KC, the scene of the crime. That's a revenge spot. Packers at home after a bye, probably the best time to play Rodgers. Um, and I think I think the Bills' offense is going to be able to outgun them. That should be an exciting game. And then the Jets, uh, you know, Mackay Becton's falling apart. Uh, the Jets still suck. Uh, I know it's fun to pretend the Jets aren't going to suck. It's fun to pretend the Lions aren't going to suck. But those teams, they're the suckiest sucks who ever sucked. So, four and zero for the Bills. They get right after a somewhat slow start. Adam, he nailed it. The only question is: is do the bill are the Bills so dominant? That the NFL just decides to give them a win on the bye week because the Bills can't possibly lose at that point to well, be the hey. first eighteen and zero regular season team. Whatever the commissioner de- decides, I support. As you see, I'm wearing my NFL hat. Just a big fan of the league, fan of the organization. Shout out to you, Goodell. Everyone criticizes Goodell. Lowe. Yeah, everyone criticizes Goodell. It's easy too, but come on, guys, 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 running the league after they. And right now, uh, Trevor did check in the YouTube chat. Uh, WinBet has the Bills as two and a half point road favorites against the Super Bowl champs. Any okay. chance Wofford starts? Yes. <laughs> no. Wofford or Luis Perez? They're gonna. That number's gonna they're go gonna to inject digits. him with every known chemical. My, guy from my generals. I I think I just heard the name of. All right. I will g- also go four and zero. I I do think that. They are going to have to really work hard to not party the entire bye week celebrating that Kansas City win. I'm a little worried that there's there's in a weird way, I think that is perfect, the perfect yeah, time. Because if they if they had the Packers right after the Chiefs, that's a it's an it's they're at home, I, so that helps and it's a prime time game, so that helps avoid the letdown. I'm but also, the bye even helps more. I'm also gonna circle the Steelers game as that's a revenge uh, we're, we're, game. They lost I, to them last year. I know. I just they've had, they've had some trouble with the Steelers and 
Mitch, and if it's Mitch Trubisky, you better believe. Yeah, you know what, Brian or uh, Sean McDermott and Leslie Frazier know exactly how to take Mitch Trubisky apart. The MVP will be <laughs> the LVP after that one. Now that might be our first Kenny Pickett sighting. I'm going to go three and one because I'm actually going to zag off that revenge spot. I, I think that that that's a tough. They go at Miami, at Baltimore. They come home for the lowly Steelers and Mitch Trubisky just to go back on the road for that. They're thinking about that Kansas City game, Sean. Mm. I do think that's a that's a hell of a sandwich spot. So I'll, I'll go three and one, and we'll de- we're definitely taking the points with the. St- By the way, we had the Steelers last year, so we 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 knew something, and we love the Bills. Should have had him on the money. All right, <clears throat> next four. And yeah, obviously the Jets lose. M- Minnesota Vikings at home. This is a nice stretch. Oh, yeah, Browns Vikings outdoors in in November. Yes, please. And then we have a primetime spot Monday Night Football at. No, you missed. Oh, I'm uh, sorry. That's Thanksgiving. Thanksgiving. No, that's the I misread the color. I apologies. <laughs> I apologize. The, we have a Thanksgiving game at Detroit, which generally works out well for the team playing <laughs> Detroit. For Detroit. Uh, and then mini buy up to mini buy into the Patriots again. The schedule really seems on the kind side for them. Oh, I, I want to go three and one to kind of be interesting because they do have back to back road games. But one of them is the Lions. They're going to destroy the Lions, and I think they match. We can up, we can bet that. I right think now. they match up well against the Patriots. I I do, and I, I'm really worried about this match, Patricia Joe Judge. <laughs> Brain trust that you get to see the first time tonight or today as we as we're record right now as we're recording Matt Patricia or Joe Judge is calling plays guys right and can we get a live report is it hold on is it possible to score negative points because (laughs) I feel like that's what that offense is destined to and the better question is is how many kneel downs does Joe Judge call (laughs) on third downs for Mac Jones. See, or does the, he trust Mac Jones more I, than he trusts I, Jake from? I like Mac Jones as a prospect too. And I think you're, he was, you're missing the one game to be a little nervous about Ooh. the game to be nervous about is that Browns game. Yeah. Because Deshaun D-line. Watson is a decent quarterback. He's a talented. Oh, they're going to say decent human being. Right? <laughs> oh God. No, he is a trash human being. Well, and, and anyone and- who was a fan of him <laughs> and supported that organization through cover up and scandal <laughs> is a trash person. <laughs> Hashtag Muna. <laughs> See now the trolling the goes tro- both ways. Um I'm have to get a bunch of goats to feed all If these he's trolls. playing, yeah. He's a good quarterback. But and but he, is he has got, some I, weapons with Amari Cooper, and that Browns team makes me a little nervous. Why and that would be the game. There are three games that I'm watching and kind of nervous about. It's the Rams. It's the Browns and it's the Bengals. Yeah. The, Outside of that, I think this is a 14 win team. I think because I'll the, say that right now. I, I think because of the Browns defensive line, they could make that a yeah. game. And I, I'm still with Kramer. I think Deshaun Watson, uh, just from reason the tea leaves right now, I think the NFL is going to push it, really hard to get him he, out. Yeah, if he doesn't play, the Bills are going to walk through the Browns and they're going to walk through that I'll this say, part of their schedule. I'll say three and one because the next batch. Yeah. So when do they expect white back? I think it's somewhere in there. I don't think they've committed to a firm timetable. It's very much. We're going to let him, we're going to make sure he's ready to go a hundred percent, not rushing him back. Not going to try to hurry him back. They expect him back. It'd probably be somewhere in this November stretch. 
He probably wants to play on Thanksgiving and pick off Jared Goff four times. And I just want to thank the NFL <laughs> for not making me try to stay awake oh, after for that eating prompt. a Thanksgiving meal yeah, you to watch game? the Bills demolish somebody. Thank you for putting this early so I can just be happy throughout dinner. I'm not trying to get cute, but they could get slaughtered. If the defense is not right, the Vikings could come in there and slaughter them. I mean, it is not prime time. Road, it, but you're, you're talking cold weather. It's, Kirk not, it's, it's week 10. In November, middle Early. of November in Buffalo, there's going to be a foot of snow, and yeah. Kirk Cousins can't throw talking, the ball. We're talking Kirk Western New York. Mac right. Jones we're just ignoring the fact that there's no one that's why that can sniff just. Like, that's anyone. why I say three and one because I think between that, uh, if again, maybe the Vikings, I'm not seeing it, but maybe the Browns, three and one feels like a good number for me. So I got him at nine and three right now. All right, and Adam, you're going three and one. And shout out to Bills yeah. Mafia DJ ninety two. I reminisce back to when we destroyed the Cowboys on Thanksgiving. That was an amazing game. Had the Bills on the money line as I as I have every team that plays the Cowboys on Thanksgiving. Shout out to the Raiders. Deshaun Jackson first touchdown. Wow, what a time to be alive. Two two and two. eighty to one, Ryan. Two and two. That was awesome. I, I think the Patriots game. You guys are just like. You know, road, road, road Thursday night game against Bill Belichick. Uh, in prime time. Prime no, it's, it's time. not. It's not Thursday night, Ryan. What, what is do you it? Mean? Yeah, oh yeah, it is. It is. Oh, it is because they get a mini buy. Well, that's why I'm giving myself three and one. There's a small chance they lose to the Vikings. Small chance the Browns. Small chance they lose at New England. So between those, I think they maybe they lose one. So circle three the, and one. Circle the Vikings game when we uh, when we get to week ten. I, we might be saying, well, the secondary is going to have a real hard time with that passing attack <laughs> up there and with they O'Connell. Might, but again, but again, the offense is going to keep them in games. The offense can win shootouts. Yes. As good as the Vikings' offense is, the Bills' offense might is probably better because of the man throwing the ball. Josh Allen is massively better than Kirk Cousins, and he has the weapons. And the Vikings' defense is bad. And not what it yeah, was. I, again, uh, that's why I'm down on the Vikings. They're interesting for fantasy, but I do think, I think Zimmer well, again, did something for that defense. Try, trying to be very, very, uh, you know, no, I, and so right. you're going to, you're doing two, a great two two. job of that. And I'm just <laughs> irrationally trying to hold myself from predicting the bills at 15 and two. So I'm conservatively right. going well, down to 14 now, and three, but now we're going to the end where it's jets at home, dolphins at home. At Bears, at Bengals. I'll the at Bengals is Monday Night Football. I'll snap on this one, four zero. Wow. Okay. Easy. The Bears aren't an NFL team, so that's like that's a. I know it's a road spot, not an NFL. I think that. I think look, if you're looking, this is going to be one of those road trips where they stay out. Maybe they stay out there. And do I'm just kidding, that little oh. bonding trip. But no, I I'm not as high on the Bengals. We haven't broken them down yet. But I do I do think they absolutely smash the Bengals in that spot. I'll be betting on the Bills. Uh, I have the line here. Well, and I think I'm worried about that game, non-conference really? road spot uh, in Chicago in December. No, they could win your, that with their backups. With the but with the Bengals look ahead right there. Um, uh, the Bears. I are, think. Because you think the Bears are better. You're. The look ahead seven. That number will be more than Bill. Bills will be favored by more than seven in Chicago, week sixteen. I I'm making that. I mean, right? They but to the similar point, they lost to Jacksonville in Jacksonville. Um, I think there's certain games where this Bills team can can this this team is out and on a mission. 
and they are going to bring it every week. This Bills team is not going to look past anybody right now. Sean. They are locked in. They are dialed in. Sean. They could play the D3 national champs, and they're going to put up 100 and take them seriously, and they're going to smash the poor kids on the field. All right, Sean. Put we, a peewee team out there, and they'll put three hundred on. In my version of the season, they, they were seven and five before these four games, so they better be focused versus a shitty team like the Bears. Again, four and zero. Oh, what do you got them going? Three and one. Three and one. Soft. What do you got them going, Adam? <laughs> I got three and one. This is again three games I'm worried about: Bengals, Browns if it's Deshaun Watson, and the Rams, and All that's right. it. Final game of the season, Patriots at home. That's a win uh, for me. I'm assuming you guys are on the same page. Not even a question. Well, obviously. Yeah, I'll grade, about you, one. I'll grade it one. I'll grade it a win. I, again, they might not need this, it, but I do think they they. I don't know, man. Even at eleven and a half, I hate taking, I hate taking overs that are this high. But how do you get them to six losses? Right, I just so don't see it. Would you say I was fairly pessimistic? Yes. Uh, I ended up with eight plus four, 12. Yeah. I'm even, still on even the Ryan uh, drinking his day bowl haterade has them at uh at, at 12 and five. What do I have? 13 and four. Um. Yeah. I think you were 13 and four and I was yeah. 14 and three. And it's just, that's the thing is this bills team now has so many ways that they can win with the defense offensively, they have so many weapons that it's really hard to count them out of any game. Even if stuff is going wrong. Yes. Yeah, so you're, you oh know? no, wait, you're 14 and three, Adam. All right. Yeah. Sorry. 13 and four for Sean, 14 and three for <laughs> what Adam. Did I, and I had him 13 and four last year. You had him 13 and four last year. I had him 12 and five last year. We're just running <laughs> it. We're running it back. But it, uh, but you know what? What else? What else would you do here? The, they were zero and five in one score games last year. So if yeah. you change that to five hundred, call it three and two. They hit the over. I mean, you no, know, they're just not in general. Be, yeah, just in general. When you when you, when you underperform your Pythag by over two wins, like that that's that's a win of regression coming back on average, if not more. So I. I think it's a massively strong indicator that they this they might not be they might be more like a ten win team this year, but they might win twelve or thirteen games. They might be a worse regular season Ugh. team, win thirteen games, and then and then end up. Uh, well, well, we'll see it. In plus. my version of the schedule, they're seven and five, and then they run the table. So, might be some late season futures opportunity. Mm. Seven and five. If they're seven if and they five, week twelve. Slow, that's, yeah, that's news. Oh, for sure. And then you have them going six and zero. That last, yeah. No, so, I have them going five and zero to finish. All right, we'll talk uh, Bills futures and Bills fantasy football before we get to that. Of course, your lead pipe lock when it comes to internet security. IP Vanish, IPVanish.com/sgp. Uh, we're going to the fantasy football expo. Going to meet up uh, Adam Pelletier there as well. And you're using that sketchy hotel Wi-Fi, posting up at a coffee shop. Oh, God forbid you're trying to. Send critical documents at the airport. You want to lock up your internet security, turn that VPN on, or hey, you want to use a uh, Fire Stick, maybe do some uh, streaming. We use it, uh, IP Vanish for God's Eye. Highly, highly recommend it. IPVanish.com slash SGP. Claim your 70% off by going to IPVanish.com slash SGP 
and a 30 day money back guarantee. If you're not completely satisfied with IP vanish, but I know you will ipvanish.com slash S G P. All right. So what do we got? What do we have? What else we bet? Are we doing alt lines? Yes. Uh, well, I don't know, man. I'm not. I'm not doing all line. Here's what I'm going to say. I'm going to give you, and we'll save our. I don't our like final, their futures either. We'll save our final future stuff for later on in the process. But the oh, to amount win of the times AFC, you've attempted to pass making a bet. No, to win the disgusting. AFC is plus three twenty five. I'm going to put what? I'm, you're going to bet that? Yeah, why not? Oh my goodness! When they get to the AFC Championship, you're going to be happy you have Bills plus three twenty five. When the Bills are 14 and three heading into the playoffs and they're minus 250, you're going to be ecstatic at that. Also, like to win the AFC East at minus 230. I mean, I'm not one to give out futures that are like minus two. Sounds like you're. You know what? I'm going to give it out because (laughs) I mean, wasn't what was the price for New England for year after year and they just kept winning? Where it it needs to be probably minus 400. It, you know what? It's it's minus two thirty, but give me Buffalo to win the division at minus two thirty, and Buffalo to, to the AFC at three twenty five. That's a bad bet. Uh, yeah, I'll 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 just go division for now. Maybe I'll look to add it. But Ryan, um, I don't even any nice. fun. I mean, I got him twelve and five, so I don't even know if I like the. Or no, I got him thirteen and four. So do you want? Do you what want is him? the alt line at twelve and a half? I don't even know if that's probably worth it. You know, but why, Adam, why would you use? While we're looking up some of that, uh, Jared Cook, Devin Singletary, you have very strong opinions, fantasy wise and fantasy <laughs> related to the Buffalo Bills. You and Andrew Rob are about to throw down on some on some uh, fantasy discussion. Andrew uh, Rob was bringing trash takes <laughs> to the table, and I had to but, correct him as a Bills on insider. His poor opinions and thoughts. Bills insider, explain it to us. Uh, why should we be taking Singletary over? James Cook. James Cook been getting a ton of late fantasy steam and hype. People always like to talk up a rookie. Why would you say that's a little premature here? I mean, you nailed it. People love to talk up a rookie. People love to think about the unknown when in reality with a Bills team that's has so many things going for it and so many opportunities. And James Cook is going to fill a reliable fantasy role. He's a nice pickup late. He's going to have some good games in baseball. 100% get in on James Cook. Because James Cook is going to have a two touchdown catch game, and that's going to be fantastic. But Devin Singletary is going to be the guy that the Bills trust. Okay, down the stretch, he was the guy the Bills trusted game in and game out, and he rewarded that trust with big games down the stretch. They're going to try to run Josh Allen less mm. as we get for. So does that does that does that lower your Josh Allen fantasy expectation? I mean, he's essentially QB one everywhere. Everyone's taking him as the first quarterback. Should we be taking Josh Allen first? Yes, you should be taking Josh <laughs> Allen. First Even though they're going to be running less because he, because he's going to, th- he's going to throw more passing touchdowns. Okay. That offense got better receiving weapons. And the thing to just think about with Devin Singletary is he has a very good short yardage conversion inside the 20 last year. He can, he attempted 38 rushes. He had 38 rushes inside the 26 touchdowns inside the 10, 18 and five. So he's a guy who's getting into the end zone on about 30% of his rushes. He's good in short yardage. He has the ability to make guys miss and slip through tackles. He's good. He gets low, low man wins. 
he's going to be the red zone back. He's going to get the reliable work when they need it down the stretch in those games, in the blizzard game that's coming this year at some point in Buffalo. It's going to be Devin Singletary going for 150 and two touchdowns in the snow. Wow. Shots fired. And to that point, I. <laughs> The Bills and now maybe it changes with Dable, but the Bills seem to be a team that's hesitant to uh, give young guys or rookies opportunities, especially. And that's why I like Gabe Davis this year. I think what Gabe Davis did he's in the playoffs, it. he's he's shown now he's a veteran dog and that oh. they can trust him. I'm a little annoyed that everyone else saw the Gabe oh, Davis growth. I was I was a little early on some of those best ball drafts and got him at a great price. But are you is Gabe Davis almost too high now, Adam? Or do you think Oh, he's definitely too high at okay. this point. He's going to have a good season. He's going to have a hundred plus targets. That's going to be great. You're going to love it. But there's going to be some highs. There's going to be some lows. You know, he's going to and also the thing is, is he's not going to be that slot receiver. That's going to be Isaiah McKenzie, Jamison Crowder, Khalil Shakir. And it's going to be whoever can establish themselves early in that role out of those guys. And Khalil Shakir also been getting some run on the outside. So Khalil Shakir, the rookie out of Boise state might come on late Mm. and it'll be interesting to see. But the thing with bills and rookie players is, is draft position and everything else. Nothing is given with the bills, which is why the Kair Elam situation is so interesting because he's going to be thrust on day one because he's better than every corner that they have outside of Trey white. He's going to be thrust into that starting role early. And that's why they went out and got him. However, he's a man who showed up to his interview, pulled out a notebook of every game and everything that. that he needs to do to get better. It was the draft day moment where, you know, McDermott and Bean had a little sticky note that they just kept passing back and forth. Kair Elam, no matter what, <laughs> if you gave I, them one Oh one, they would have taken Kair Elam. I do like that. Um, but that feels a little bit like getting excited about a dude who's doing his job like that. that I, I would imagine I would be surprised if most NFL cornerbacks don't have something like that. So it was a mm. great moment. I loved it when I saw it, but then when I've put some further thought into it, I'm like, ah, Good. He showed up to the interview with a suit on. Good. You should do that, right? Like you, sh- you brought your resume. Congratulations. Did he uh, show off his abs like DK Metcalf? No, that the, that's for Pete Carroll only. All right, real quick. So I have a couple of fun. One fun bet that would worth bringing up because uh, Adam will hate it. Uh, <laughs> under, under uh, longest winning streak, five and a half games, mm. minus one twenty. Here's the logic because you might say, hey, this happened. A number of times, seven times last year. I just, when you look at the schedule, I I don't know where the seven, the six, the the six game winning streak is happening. Okay. And uh, what is what is that six game winning streak priced at? I'm paying minus one twenty to go under. And I mean, this. So last year, the Titans. What are you? What do you get on the over? That's plus, my question. Like plus one, plus one, one hundred maybe. Plus okay. one hundred. I mean, does so, it wait, does it include um playoffs or no? Only regular season. I will I will clarify that. I I assumed regular season, but regular season, there's only sixteen games. Regular regular season. You're I, Six, I think, seventeen, Sean. You fucked up. Oh, so you're right. Duh. You gotta do a lap. Uh I love the under then there. I mean, I like the Bills, but six in a row is really hard in the NFL. And but that's but that could be the problem is if it includes the playoffs. That's playoffs gets, you know, because that's 
three games, four games that we think we're winning. So if they close out on two wins in Kramer's conservative scenario, they're playing through week 18 and they're going to kick and they're going to kick the holy hell out of the Patriots at home and the Bengals on the road. So they're going out two and then four playoff games. That's six. No, no, it's regular and season. It's regular season. It's regular yeah, season. Then I like the under. And even in the case like where I have them winning five straight, I don't have them winning six straight. So uh, just that, I mean, that, that feels like a fun way to maybe not be as high. Like I do agree. Like I'm not taking the under on this team. It doesn't seem likely, but this is maybe a way for me to throw a little shade. Yep. They could go 15 and two and still, and you could win that bet still. Ken, All right. Ken Dorsey ain't going 50. Adam, we're closing it down. Any uh any final future bets or uh future predictions for the Bills you want to throw out there? I mean, MVP to me, uh, I don't know. It's just the price just isn't interesting. But what do you what do you got? Any final Bills futures? It's tough because it's, you know, the Bills, you expect them to be good now. You're yeah. not getting great value anymore. It's hard to do a ton with this team betting wise, especially like Josh Allen over 4,300 yards, you know, you're getting even minus 110 on the over minus 110 on the under, you know, you might go with something like, you know, you could get some Stefan Diggs receiving yards leader at plus 2,200. That could be really interesting because he seems like he's set up. He got paid. He's out there to show he deserves that contract. Um, you know, but it is really hard you know, I don't know. Maybe can you get Trey White comeback player of the year award winner? Yeah, I don't know if only. he plays enough. Uh, I mean, Bill's so highest Trey scoring White, team plus five fifty. That's a better bet hmm. than the conference or any like Trey a, White plus sixty five hundred for comeback player of the year would be. Here's the thing: he comes back early November. He's the same guy. The defense is humming. You know that could be it. Or you, or you know, Kair Elam, maybe defensive rookie of the year, but that's going to be tough. That's a crowded one, especially with a Sauce Gardner on a Jets team. He's oh. going to get thrown at a lot because the Jets are awful, and he's going to get to make plays and he's going to put up stats. I, I think I, I think Kramer nailed it. Buffalo most points plus five fifty because the defense is going to. I mean, again, in that case, I yeah, guess I like that one. He can come back if the defense is real bad. He comes back and they like become a top defense. Maybe he wins the award, but I, I would rather just, I liked your digs angle. Cause that's correlated to the most points. If digs gets them like, what if, what if the answer isn't Gabe Davis and it's just a whole shitload of Steph digs like Cooper cup last year. I mean, if and that, if that's the case, he's very clearly going to have a, a crazy awesome season. And Sean McDermott plus twenty five hundred coach of the year. <laughs> Come on, no. Sean McDermott getting the same odds as Mike Vrabel, Cliff. Uh, no, Cliff Kingsbury's. I like, I'll tell you why. There's I just no storyline. I like that because I know. It, no, the storyline is he lost Dave's. <laughs> right, you're it. the only it. one who's valuing that as a crazy. Or if that def if that defense comes out and is a top tier unit without Trey White, that's the storyline. If yeah. they if they repeat as number one defense. Without Trey right. White early, that's that's the story. All right, Adam. Final prediction. I'm putting you on the spot. Do the Bills win the Super Bowl in 2022? No, they're going to win it in 2023. Sean, oh, get it straight. Oh, nice. So wait, January 2023. February. Oh yeah, February. Come on, Sean. Let's Keep pushing it back. This is sloppy, Sean. <laughs> it must be preseason. Sean's out here forgetting <laughs> how many games in a season. Uh, I did. I did forget so, some up downs. Let's go. All right. All right. I'm going to go do a lap. Do some down ups. Adam, we'll see Listen. you for the Fantasy Football Expo. If you're find yourself in Canton, Ohio this weekend, hit us up. Check out our booth. 
uh, over at the FF Expo. Follow Adam on Twitter at L- Adam Pelletier. Check out sportsgamblingpodcast.com for a ton of great articles, great fantasy content. Thank you for participating you in need. the Sports Gambling Podcast. For the Sports Gambling Podcast, I'm Sean, stacking the money green. He's Ryan. No better name than the Don of Bill's Mafia. Kramer, let it ride.